welcome this morning. Um, I believe I've got a word of, of encouragement for us all today. Um, so if you're thinking of running off doing something else, I, I, I'd encourage you just to stick around for a little while. Because I believe it's a word of encouragement. And let's get straight to it. So I'm going to be speaking this morning briefly about speaking to people about things that matter. We're speaking to people that we don't know about things that matter. It's a long theme, isn't it? <laughs> um, uh, you know, for some of us, sometimes it, that kind of gives you the shakes is even thinking about speaking to people that you don't know. Um, but I, I want to be upfront with you. A place in Oldham called Failsworth. Um, sometimes just to meet people, meet somebody new. And I'm excited about new, meeting new people simply because God has a way of speaking into people's lives. And you know, very often, you know, our Father is amazing. What he really wants is he wants people to know his love and the fact that he's passionate about them, every single person. And so that's what excites me. But I appreciate that doesn't excite everybody, trying to meet people that you don't know. But uh, after I finish sharing with you this morning, I, I, I'm convinced, I, I sense that a lot of people, you're going to have a shift in your mind and you're going to get excited about meeting new people because that's what I believe Father wants for us. Um, I want us just to read just one verse of scripture in uh, Galatians, uh, Galatians chapter 6 and the one verse, verse 9. It says, don't give up sowing seed, you will reap a harvest in due season. Don't give up sowing seed because you will reap a harvest in due season. I think it's fair to say that we've had quite an amazing season over the last few years. We've had a tough time, uh, without any exceptions. Everybody's had a a tough time. But I believe, as we're told that we're coming out slowly out of lockdown and so on, I believe that we need to be a people that carry a word of encouragement. And uh, I I just want to recommend that one verse to you today. It's not complicated. (laughs) That's why I'm sharing it with you. Um, simply that we can say to people, don't give up, continue sowing your seed, you're going to reap a harvest. Uh, Some time ago, quite a few months ago, um, you may remember that uh, it it was said that um, we could leave our lawns, our gardens to grow and kind of grow a little bit wild, uh, you know, just allow the lawns, just the grass to grow and so on, just leave them a bit, allow nature just to kind of develop naturally. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but you know, I've noticed just the last couple of weeks, this is what's really fired me up with this message. I don't know if you've noticed, but in some of the areas where you've got um, back roads, back lanes, areas where maybe uh, the grass has been left for a little while, maybe, you've left, maybe you took government advice and you left your grass a little bit. I don't know, I left mine a little bit. But what I noticed is that there were one or two things springing up. I don't know if we can get a bit of a closer shot of this. Maybe we can. We'll see how it goes. Um, but I don't know if you notice, but when you, if, you, if you haven't noticed, I want you to have a look when you go back to your back lanes, maybe your lawn, your, your garden, wherever. What I noticed is that I, I saw these springing up all, all, all over the place. I don't know if you can see that. Um, now, I've got, a, I've got an app on my phone <laughs> that tells you what plants are and what weeds are and all sorts. It tells me that this is, well, it looks quite nice, but it's, it's called oat grass. Oat, O-A-T grass, oat grass. Um, and it's, it seems to me to be springing up all over the place. You may not have noticed, but I, I guarantee you when you go back home or when you go outside, just have a look around in back lanes and streets and gardens and lawns all over the place. It's kind of springing up just like that. Now, you probably got ahead of me. You, you know what the obvious conclusion is. <laughs> to me, I, 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 I believe, you see, I believe that Father speaks to us firstly through his word, but very often he also speaks to us through nature as well, doesn't he? 
He speaks to us through nature. So although we were told not to cut the grass, let the grass grow and so on, I believe that this is a sign to us, to every one of us, that we're going to reap a harvest. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, you're not convinced yet. I'll, I'll continue going. I'm convinced that uh, we're going to reap a harvest. And that one verse there says, don't give up, don't throw in the towel, keep on going, sow your seed and you will reap a harvest. Yeah? yeah? So this is what, that's what encourages me to be continually speaking to individuals, speaking to people uh, about the goodness of Father. In fact, that's what I seek to communicate. I think one of the most powerful messages that you can share with people is the love our, of our Heavenly Father powerful theme and you, it transforms people's lives and so I, I'm simply taking the opportunity to encourage each one of us what I'd like to do is just to share a few stories and in a sense I'd like for you to just follow me along the harvest of my own world or the harvest field of my own world okay if that makes sense I just want to just introduce just a few people that I've spoken to over the last couple of weeks just to encourage you that people uh, are open to encouragement, open to hear the very voice of the Father. And I'm just going to go through this because there are a few. I, I mean, I had a hard time kind of deciding what I'm going to do. Also, I'm, some of the names I'll refer to, there won't be genuine names uh, because it could be a bit awkward. I, you know, you never know who's watching us and who's part of our amazing worldwide audience here. So some of the names might sound a bit strange. You'll think, mm, maybe not. But um, the first person I want to just talk to you about very briefly, I bumped into a lady called Mary. And that's a, that's a real name. Her name was called Mary. I, I was out in an area in Huddersfield and I had an appointment to see a gentleman. He's, he's a pastor. How many of you know that pastors need encouragement as well? Social workers, psychologists, estate agents, travel agents need encouragement in, right now. But I had this opportunity. I, I felt the Holy Spirit put on my mind just to go meet this gentleman. And he was running a food bank. Um, you know, just helping people out, people that I mean, are going through a difficult time, struggling and so on. And uh, I felt the Holy Spirit just said, go and encourage this gentleman just in the work that he's doing. So I, I turned up at this particular place. He wasn't expecting me. But it so happened that the time that they were running the food bank was actually half an hour later than I got there. I didn't realise until I saw the sign after. So I thought, well, I'm here now. I've got half an hour just to find something to do. Um, within about two minutes, I, I was stood out in the road there. And uh, this lady came running, this Mary came running up the road, totally out of breath. And she said, she was shouting, shouting, shouting apparently her dog's name, uh, which is Lila. I'm surprised I forgot that. She shouted it so many times. She was running up the road out of breath. Lila! And apparently a dog had uh, escaped. Um, her dog, I, I discovered, was a French pug. A beautiful French pug. I've got to admire French pugs, by the way. Um, but uh, her, apparently her dog was a French pug and the, the dog had got past the gate and got away and she'd been down the street. It was quite a big hill where I was and she was up and down the hill and I was the only person, I couldn't see anybody else around her so she stopped right in front of me. She's shouting to the top of her voice, Lila, and so on. And so I kind of calm, tried to calm her down. She was going to have a heart attack, I think. Uh, so she sat down for a couple of minutes and I said, you know, what's going on, what's the problem? She said, my dog's escaped. It's been missing for about two hours. She couldn't find him anywhere and she... After having said that, she took off down the street again, back down the street. She came back up again after about five minutes, even more out of breath. She got back there and said, hang on, have a sit down. And I asked her where she lived. She just apparently just lived around the corner. So a friend of mine said to me, very often when you're looking for something, sometimes you, you go back to the place 
to where you've lost it very often. Sometimes that, that might be an obvious thing, but when you're in a state of panic, you don't always think that. So I just said to her, I'll come with you. And I went with her around the corner to her house and she went in there, opened the door. She could hear the, the little pug. She could hear Lila crying and whatever. She opened the cupboard and he was stuck in the cupboard. And you know, she was in tears. And She said to me, the reason why he's ended up in there is because he, he had a bit of a, a wee on the floor and I told him off. Apparently he's a very sens- sensitive dog. They're very sensitive dogs apparently. And he was hiding in the cupboard. And she couldn't find him for two hours. And she was in the right state. I went back outside and she came back outside. She was crying and whatever. She said, thank God I found my dog back. But you know what? I, I kind of sense that there was more than just a dog that got lost. In fact, actually she phoned the police. The police turned up the time that I'd got there and they misunderstood her. They, they thought she said she'd lost her dad. Um, and when they found it was a dog, well, they weren't totally impressed. They were very supportive and whatever. They weren't totally impressed. <laughs> um, they thought she, but she hadn't lost her dad. She'd lost her dog. But what I, I sense that really, although she'd lost her dog, there was a bigger sense of loss on the inside of her life. And uh, I just stayed on for a little longer. And she said to me, the reason why I've put all my trust in Lila is because I've lost so many people in my life. Even over recent months, she'd have gone through so much loss. And the very thought of her losing Lila, she just couldn't deal with it, you know. And uh, she sat down and I spoke to her. I had the opportunity then to tell her about our loving father. Just to drop a word in to say that. Father was thinking about you. You were on his mind. He was thinking about you. And, you know, she, 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 she was bowled over. She's like, a lot of times people have never heard that concept, the fact that we get the opportunity to introduce a loving father. Sometimes it's just a sentence. Sometimes it's just a statement that you make. But I tell you what, it's like throwing a grenade <laughs> when people hear the fact that father loves them. It's a powerful thing. And uh, the, the story goes on. I'm sorry, I said I'm going to cut this one short. The story goes on. I, I met with this other gentleman, the pastor, who was running this food bank, which was about 200 yards away from where I were. And I said to, to Mary, I said to Mary, I want you just to come with me and come and meet somebody. And after she'd calmed down quite a lot now, she was even smiling. And so she came and she went to this food bank and it turned out she was really in need, although she had a lot of obvious things, but she was actually desperately in need as well. And so I was able to introduce her to these guys, the pastor, his wife and his daughter. She only lived around the corner. What, what an opportunity just to show people father's love and introduce them to real people, you know. So I'm simply saying that to say that every one of us, you know, we get opportunities to speak to people. And uh, really, it's the, it's the field of our world, the world that you work in, the world that you live in, the way you spend your time in. It's like a harvest field. And uh, very often, you know, sometimes the concept of harvest kind of blows our mind. You think, oh, it's a big... But what I've discovered, the other thing is that what Father does is he puts names and faces to people. He puts names and faces to be. He puts you in a situation you can't, you can't dodge out of it. You know, you, sometimes you, sp- you come to somebody and it's almost like you can't get past. <laughs> you know, they're in your face. They're highlighted. Yeah. They're in your face. And so when we're thinking about talking to people that we don't know, it doesn't have to be a kind of uh, a scary thing. I believe as you go about your everyday, Father's going to highlight people in your life and you'll know. You'll know. <laughs> you'll know that you were meant to speak. I want to just refer to one other person. Gosh, I had four people down here. What's going on? I want to just refer to one other person. I left this one until last, but I'm going to go right now. I, I bumped into a lady called Ellie. Ellie is a travel agent. Gosh, I, missed, I left out some good stories. I'll tell you another time about the others. But uh, this is very current, I think. You know, So many of us, I don't know about you, but last week I was struggling to book a holiday. 
my, myself and my wife Jenny were online for ages trying to find a holiday and so on. You know, we're in the middle of July and uh, it was really getting difficult. I decided at the last minute, well, it was a get out clause really. So I decided I'm going to go down to the travel, travel agent and just go in and have a chat and see if anything was, going to move forward, anything was going to move forward there. So I went in, sat down. I had to wait for about 10. You know, there was nobody else in there apart from me. And I would sort of just sit there for 10 minutes. All the operators are busy on the phones and everything. So it, it seemed a long time to me. It was probably about 10 minutes. Uh, so when that 10 minutes up, I went and sat in front of Ellie behind the screen she was there and she started off looking she said okay um dates times place whatever i said i want to go to north wales for seven days in the middle of august <laughs> and she laughed at me <laughs> seven days in the middle of august and she started looking she was 20 minutes later she was kind of winding it down going 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 and she, she actually was almost giving up you know what i said to her i quoted galatians chapter six and i said don't give up ellie don't give up, keep on going, don't throw the towel in, you're going to reap a harvest, keep going, keep going. She didn't know what I was talking about, but I knew what I was talking about. But I encouraged her, I did a bit of life coaching, and I encouraged her just to keep on looking. Uh, that failed a little bit, so I said, Ellie, I'm a very generous man, I'm going to buy you a bottle of wine, and I'm going to buy you a box of chocolates. In that moment, she just kind of came alive for a few minutes. <laughs> And she, she said to me, uh, you know what, I remember a place in North Wales, that was it, I, I said also North Wales, it's got to be in North Wales, and uh, North Wales, and she said, I remember a place in North Wales, let me just go on, and she typed it in, she showed me the email, she said, phone this place, uh, get this number, I said, just send me an email quickly to my phone and I'll go home. So, cut long story short, she sent me the email, I went online, and the very week that we wanted to book, seven days were available. Isn't that amazing? God is so good. See, we're talking about speaking to people about things that matter. Well, to me, this really matters as well. You know, God is looking after us as well. Um, and I spoke to her. Now, what I've got to do, I've got to go back. I remember uh, this week, I've got to go back and speak to Ellie. I've got to buy a box of chocolates and a bottle of wine because she was amazing. I said to Ellie, Father loves you and I love you. I'm not so sure what we do about the bottle of chocolates and the wine. That's going to be a little bit awkward. Um, I may have to get somebody else to take it in, otherwise it could be slightly misunderstood. Um, but I'm simply saying to that, saying that to say that I believe for every single one of us, some of us, you've been through a tough time in your life. The many people you come across have been through this whole pandemic year that have been struggling for the whole year. I believe that we can speak a word of encouragement to them. And I want you... I want to give us a challenge. This is the last thing I'm going to say. I want to give us a challenge. When you go back home this week, I want you to get out on your back lane or on the garden or wherever, and I want you to find one of these. A grass oat. I want you to find one of these. Pull it up, and I want you to do this quickly. I want you to do this. <laughs> I think you're going to think I've been out of the sun too long, haven't you? I want you to do this. This is like a, it's like a harvest. This is what you're doing. You're harvesting. You're harvesting. I want you to, when you find one of these, do that. Because you're harvesting, you're reaping a harvest. And that word says that you will reap a harvest if you do not faint. Thank you for your time. Bless you.